Eddie C. joins us now before the Yankees and the Mets. Eddie, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. It's hallowed Yankee Stadium here in the Bronx. Ah, we got the second Eddie, half underway. Eddie on a road trip. Yeah, exactly. That's because Eddie lives close to the Yankee Stadium than he does I, actually the city do. field. Yeah, so that's why it's an Eddie road trip. He's allowed that. Any road trip under 10 miles, Eddie can go. Um, that's exactly right. Eddie, yes, is, yeah. it, is, it, is it fact that, uh, and this came from Keith, is it fact that Cespedes did not meet the media before the game refused? That is the media? correct. I mean, is he kid, is. Off, two months <laughs> off he can't meet the media before the game? Uh, I don't know. I guess he was busy, Mike, you know. <laughs> You know, know he's got to be kidding. He's got to be kidding. You know the plan. Yeah, I mean, even even Jacob Degrom, who got you know went through every interview in the world during the All Star break, he, he even tried to escort the game. I mean, give and, me a uh, break. I mean, that, and listen, his teammates can't be happy about that. I mean, he doesn't. Uh, he won't even meet the media before the game after two months off. Uh, I know. Listen, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't pull them on it, but. Uh, Please. He's gonna speak. He's gonna speak after the game. Well, that's he's nice of him. Speak. Thank yeah, you. That's I know. Well, I, I thought so too. You know, let us know how it feels to be back out there after two months. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you can't make it up. You can. You no, can, no, you uh, can't. You uh, can. The one thing we got from Mickey Calloway is like he will play tomorrow, which I was a little surprised at, simply because it's a quick turnaround. You know, you got a night game, day game, one o'clock tomorrow. Uh, but he is going to play. He might DH again tomorrow. Uh, he probably play all three games. I would imagine. Did you ask Mickey about him playing first base? Uh, yes, and he will. He will basically. Uh, this is the sense that I got uh, in uh, translating Callaway that he is going. He's going to practice there. I think at some point in the second half, you will see him at first base. I don't think he's going to play a lot there, but they, you know, he he said that he expressed a willingness to do it. Uh, he's already played it once down the Gulf Coast League. He played nine innings, as a matter of fact. So uh, it's something they're going to try him at. You know, the, the curious thing to me, though, Mike, is this. If Jay Bruce is back here as well, now he's not ready. Bruce is, uh, I, I think, still a ways away here. Uh, you know, I, I think more than a week away. He has a back problem. He took a shot for his back as well. And I guess the curious thing to me is this. That if you have an outfielder, both of them are outfielders, but if you have an outfielder who's played a little first base and he's compromised with a back problem, wouldn't it make more sense to put that person at first base and, and let him get some reps there? Uh, that, to me, is something that I, I think they should consider, but apparently they're going to consider giving Cespedes some turns there, too. I, maybe they're trying to improve his versatility. I don't know. All right, so uh, Cespedes will get some time at uh, first base. Uh, we have learned that. Dominic Smith went down. That was, an, yeah. uh, that was a heck of a stay for him. One home run, one RBI. Yeah, twenty-eight games. One RBI. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. One, one RBI. He, well, here's the other thing, Mike. He's going to play the outfield down there because Alonso is at first base, and right. they don't want to mess with him there. Yep. So they're going to put Smith in the outfield. So, you know, he's gone from a prospect that was supposed to come up here with Rosario this year and contribute to this team to a guy who has changed position and can't get anything done with a bat, which is his calling card. Okay, so I don't, I don't know where you sit with him right now, but. You know, they they want to put him down there, get him more work, and that's, I guess, what he needs. He needs to play every day, and he's not doing it here, so he might as well do it there. And Eddie, before the game, did DeGrom have to address all the stuff about his agent again and the ultimatum and all that stuff? He, You know, he did peripherally. He really didn't have too much to say on it. John Rico spoke as well. He didn't really have anything that enlightening. I'm not trying to diminish their words, but uh, there wasn't, uh, you know, much, uh, there wasn't much different than what you have heard. Uh, you know, Jacob made his 
his uh, feelings and his thoughts uh, known. Uh, I don't think it's all that new because I, I think all along, you know, he's expressed the desire to have a long-term deal. He likes it here, likes the Mets, he likes New York. Uh, but you know what? The closer you get to free agency, it makes no sense unless you're going to sign a long-term deal. And that's basically what they said. Well, listen, but his agent made it seem like there'd be a problem if they didn't either trade him or, or, yeah. or move him. And the Mets aren't going to react to that, clearly. They're not going to react to yeah. that. No, they're not. And, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be a problem. Listen, Jake goes out and pitches, and that's what, that's what he wants to do, and that's what he likes to do. Uh, I don't think there's any problem in that regard. I do think, you know, come, you know if, if there's no dialogue in the second half toward a long-term extension for him, then... I don't think they're going to be interested in the offseason if the Mets come to him at that point because he's two years away from free agency. Um, you know, why would you jump in at that point to sign a, you know, a three- or a four-year deal? So um, it's going to be interesting, I think, in the offseason what, what happens or what transpires there. What is, do you get any idea what Syndergaard's thinking? Is Syndergaard thinking that he's auditioning or does he think he's here for the duration? Uh, I think he wants to stay. I think he would. I think he would like to stay. I know he likes New York as well. Uh, I, I think they're they're all aware that they're probably on stage here. Uh, even Matt, who hasn't been mentioned that much, uh, but he is the only lefty in the rotation. Maybe he's a you know a little safer in that regard. I think Wheeler obviously knows too that uh, you know his start on Monday it'll be against San Diego, not this weekend, but uh, against the Padres uh, that he's going to uh, you know obviously be. Be on a pedestal. People are going to be watching him. A lot of teams are going to be watching him. But I, I think Syndergaard knows that how he pitches in the second half would affect, you know, how other teams look at him and whether he might be trade bait in the off season. But you know, he's going to go out and try to pitch the best he can. Obviously. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Grab you or what? Well, uh, Vargas is going to pitch, which uh, it's not a shock. When uh, is Vargas going to pitch? He's going to pitch on Tuesday against uh, San Diego. Wheeler and Vargas will be the first two now. There are 16 million reasons why he's going to pitch on Tuesday. Right. Because honestly, uh, you know, uh, Oswald, uh, I thought, uh, quitted himself very well up here. What they're going to do is send him down. I would imagine the idea is this: you send Oswald down, he pitches at Triple uh, A, he's ready to come up in case one of them gets traded. Say a Wheeler, you can move him into the rotation. But they're paying Vargas. Uh, big bucks, and you know they're not going to put him in the bullpen at this time. He's going to go into the rotation. That's to me a little bit of a soft landing spot as well with San Diego. Uh, you know, it's a team that doesn't score a lot of runs, so maybe you tame them, gain some confidence, and go on from there. So we'll see. But uh, that's the plan at this point. Anyway, he's going to start on Tuesday. All right, Eddie. Have a good weekend. I'll try, Mike. I'll uh, probably see you Sunday. Say hello okay. to Cespedes for me. Yeah, well, I'll see you over there <laughs> that thing Sunday. So, bring Cespedes yeah. over on Sunday before the yeah. game. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be more than willing yeah, to, <laughs> to accompany me over there. That'd be good. Maybe sign some autographs. What do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you later. All right, uh, see, uh, right. We'll be at the uh, at the fan fest on Sunday. Uh, before the game, which is the night game. I, I cannot believe that. That is amazing. Cespedes does not meet the media after two months off. That's really amazing. What do you think? It, it's un, it's unbelievable. It is amazing. Here's the biggest city in, in the world, and this guy is making a fortune. And I've uh, been out two months now. I'm not meeting the media. I'm sorry. <laughs> before a Yankee Met game, after the All-Star break, it's like, the it, it's you know, you have to meet the media. I'm not meeting the media. <laughs>